everybody, welcome to New World Pictures Podcast, where we're going to talk about every movie released by New World Pictures and the movies that New World nearly released. I'm Ryan, with me as always is Mark. I am so, so sorry. And Erica. Hey, you guys want to come with me on a quest? <laughs> uh, and well, welcome back to February. We took a week off. We went back to Monstuary. We're back to February. Hmm. So when one of us may have made a little boo-boo on the publishing, but, you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't care. We don't care. It's all fun. We've, we're just, we're mashing together months. We do care. We do care. But welcome back to February, where we're talking about the it's movies. Mark at New World the Pictures w- Podcast. Shoot me an email. That's right. Shoot him an email and, <laughs> and, and send all your frustrations there. Yes, please. I I cannot finish a theme. I have to finish one theme month to get to the next theme month, Mark. <laughs> You're never going to get your year-end bonus at this rate, Mark. I'm, I'm definitely not. That took a That's big hit. But I'm starting my own Dear Mark column where you can where you can write me and complain, and I'll give you advice. So please write me, Mark. Oh, I love podcast. this. This is like two separate things, Mark. You're writing, <laughs> you're accepting complaints, and then giving advice. That's <laughs> well, someone complains that I screwed up and published uh, a February when it should have been Monstuary. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, hey, so now that we're talking about February, it's time to start thinking about tax season. <laughs> <laughs> get a jump. Get a jump on it. Time to get a jump on tax season. Okay, everybody? Don't get caught at the end of March and go, uh-oh. Exactly. And I would say nothing makes you miss Monstuary quite like what's coming up for February. February. <laughs> you will wish we were knee deep into Monstuary. You're like, what about that Lady Frankenstein? Not that was looking guns. so bad after all, is it? In this episode, we're going to be talking about a movie that New World almost released or could have released if Roger Corman hadn't sold the company. And that is 1987's Eye of the Eagle. Or as I like to call it, Eye of the Beagle. (laughs) Or as I like to call it, Rye of the Eagle. (laughs) That eagle loves that bread. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get enough of that bread. (laughs) Boy, he should be full by now. <laughs> but don't give him pumpernickel. He's not good with pumpernickel. Not just the same guy. thing. Mm-hmm. Not the same. Not the same. Two different kinds of bread. Right. And you know who knows it? The eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Very pissed if you give him the wrong bread. Interestingly yes. enough, this movie does not have an eagle. There's nary an eagle to be found in this movie. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, we watched this two and a half times, or one and a half times, I should say. We watched it once, and uh, we we couldn't stay up, and I just couldn't, I just would not penetrate. I couldn't, I was like, I don't know what's happening. I'm watching this, and I don't know what's Wait, happening. Wait, the second time did you figure it out? Because I'm the still not time, clear. The second time, it wasn't that clear. Uh, this is a very interesting movie in that I feel like it is an interesting blend of getting right to it, and also stretching things out mm-hmm. to fill time, mm-hmm. which is very odd. Because mm-hmm. they will have, like, they jump, the movie starts and jumps right into the skirmish. And they're, like, I guess our protagonists, we don't know. We don't know these guys. In fact, we won't even really see a scene where they talk to each other for 10 minutes. But in any case, 
<laughs> they're fighting in the jungle, assuming that we're in Vietnam. I'm I'm guessing. Again, we have no context. Nothing is told to us. Well, unless and then, the Viet Cong went to a different place, we can assume it's but, Vietnam. But could it be Korea? I mean, I don't... They do say not, Viet Cong a do, couple oh, times. Okay, so they do say yeah. Viet Cong. Oh, okay. oh, somebody absorbed this movie. <laughs> somebody no, that's the only know. thing I can tell you. I can't tell you anything okay. else that's happening in oh, this well, movie. Right. Well, I just know that the second time through, Erica turned to me and says, is this a Vietnam War? And I went, yeah, uh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> so I assumed it was, but... All I can assume is that it's at the very tail end when they've run out of standard issue uniforms. So people <laughs> yeah. are just able to wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. Right. I said that too. I was like, boy, anything goes in this war. <laughs> right. Sleeves, optional. I can't. I found this green-ish outfit in Saigon, and they're like, "Sounds good." Get, get to. I'm gonna soldier. wear all black. <laughs> okay, go for it. But yeah. but they have this opening scene where they're fighting these guys in the jungle, and then and, and it was like even Erica was like, "Oh my god, we we just jumped right into this." Yeah, what's happening? And then once they get the wounded guys, and the chopper shows up. We just watched them get onto the chopper and then music plays and we watched the chopper lift up and then it flies into the sky. And I was like, so much for just <laughs> leaping right into it. Now it's like, and enjoy this chopper going into the air. And it was like, and then bam, opening credits. I was like, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is a, uh, this is a weird blend. We don't get a lot of exposition. And then all of a sudden, when it comes to that train job that they do, which is something that has lasts for five minutes, they're like, well, let's sit down and talk about this plan. It's really key and important. And because this whole thing is going to be over in five minutes and it's not even the most important thing in the movie. And then we're going to get to the plot of the movie later afterwards, right. after this is over. But let's really talk this through. Mm -hmm. What I love, though, is they spend a lot of time talking through this plan to kill somebody that's on this train only at the very end when they're leaving the room they've literally said okay let's go and they start to leave do we get a close-up shot of the map where they put the picture of the person that they're going to kill and say this is right. your target mm -hmm. yep and they throw it on there right you they should like, have started that at the start of the planning that this is your target because most people had left the room at that point so they're right Everybody taken off. They don't even know. The only one. Right. Well, luckily, one guy knows. Uh, and, of course, the person they're trying to hunt down is Vic Diaz. Just another part of a New World history that is in this movie. Not only that, it's Sirio Santiago is the director, is producer. It's put out by Roger Corman's Concord Productions, which he put Concord, uh, his, his distribution company, he starts after he sells New World Pictures. And he was doing uh, Concord and New Horizons. And uh, he puts this together. And this is like his movies of old, his, his early 1970s women in prison films and um, where he goes back to the Philippines and makes a bunch more movies. And um, he would make several of these. And I've watched some of these Sirio Santiago non-sploitation films that uh, Corman produced, and they're pretty good. So I was really psyched for this one when Mark mm. put this on the schedule. <laughs> and even Rick Diaz was like, I'll be in it, but yeah. only for a couple minutes. I give, I'm giving you a day. <laughs> Wait, sure. hold on. Rick Diaz was also in this? <laughs> right. Is that like Vic's brother? <laughs> Rick Diaz. <laughs> Rick was in this? Oh, shit. Rick came out? Wow. 
I, I guess I this need. One, you know I what? think I needed to watch it a third time because right. clearly there are some things I missed. <laughs> the third that's when you that you get to know which one is Rick Diaz. And the Diaz the brothers. The Diaz brothers, Victor and Richter. <laughs> Rick Diaz didn't do as many movies as Vic Diaz, but you know, but still, when he's he like shows the Frank up, Stallone of the Diaz family. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get both of them, it's yeah. really it's like when you got Sly and Frank, you were pretty excited. Yeah, that's special. <laughs> For sure. It's mm-hmm. that kind of thing. He shows up and says literally two lines in this movie. Oh my god. He does. And, and then that is it. And then they kill him. And you're like, <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's and it. And I was like so excited to see him, and then they kill him. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it's <laughs> like, because I thought, oh, okay, oh, he's the big bad of the movie. Sure. Nope. The, the movie takes its sweet time even getting to what this mm-hmm. movie is even going to be about, which is the Lost Command. Will someone please believe her that it, the Lost Command exists? That's, that was the most believable part of the movie was that right. no one wanted to believe her that, that nobody, existed. Yeah. Even though she literally saw it with her own two eyes, took pictures of it. Well, she lost the pictures. She couldn't get the camera. So. Mm-hmm. She lost the camera on running away from them, which yeah. I was like... Running for her life. Running away from them. With which, her which is companion hilarious. who's wearing a long loincloth? <laughs> yes. Question mark? Yes. Was, he's wearing what looks like a table runner that he's just kind of... <laughs> Put on his front and back <laughs> as he runs through the jungle. Maybe they were out to dinner before they left for this, and he forgot know, his pants. I can't. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've looked at the table runner. It's like if I just cut a very specific hole in the middle of that, this thing is wearable. <laughs> it's pants in a way. <laughs> it is. It is. And yes. Um, <laughs> if that is some sort of uh you know uh traditional Filipino dress, I we apologize. But it it did look exactly But as in Eric the context of this movie, it looked a little strange. <laughs> it, it looked silly. It looked yeah. strange and was impractical too. As any as everything in this movie was given no context or introduction. No. <laughs> like no, everything none needed. else in this movie. I wanted to just do a quick quiz with you guys. Oh, oh before we get into oh, shit. I is it open note? It is not open note. I'm sorry. Shit. You're really going to have to rely on your memories. It's mm. going to be tough here. Oh, Before we get into our our own made-up letterbox synopsis for this movie, how about we go through and just talk about who played whom? Our, this this movie stars Brett Baxter Clark. He's a big, tough, tough leader of the team whose mm-hmm. name is? Hunky Sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sergeant Hunky Sleeves. He seemed like he was higher up. He is a sergeant, so that's very yes. good. Did we have another name for him? Mark? I don't. I, I don't remember the names no, of anybody. That's all right. In this okay. Movie. Now, its name is Sergeant Stratton. I didn't. Wouldn't have known that well, either. Stratton. Also, the okay. very first movie for Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick got his right? start mm-hmm. uh, before years before he plays the T one thousand. He. Did a, a several movies with Sirio Santiago. So and this was his and he very was first arm movie. band, right? <laughs> right. Did yep. we know his name though? Yeah, arm Did band. Mark, I know. I I don't know. Arm band is a good enough answer to me. No, yeah. they called him something. He was like Rango, Wrangle. So close, <laughs> so close. And he has the coolest name in the whole movie, Corporal Johnny Ransom. Oh, oh Ransom. yeah. And they was never yeah. T- they do, you do not know anyone's names in this. It's it's a you know. It's no a lot idea. cooler than Wrangle. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
uh-huh. just wrangling <laughs> funky sleeves. Uh, also, uh, we got uh, Cease Verrill, who uh, from Hell Comes to Frogtown is mm-hmm. in this, and she plays the reporter who is in there trying to get the big story in the Lost Command, these rogue group of soldiers mm-hmm. that are uh, up to, I don't know. We'll get to that in a minute, but what was her character's name? Cece? <laughs> no. Oh. No. Her character's name, not the actor's name. Oh. <laughs> she looked like a Diane. <laughs> Vivi? Oh, it was Rick. <laughs> that was Rick Diaz. That was Rick Diaz. <laughs> and full cease barrel makeup. <laughs> she played Chris, I think I'm Chris just... Chandler was the character. Oh, My point is, nobody right. knows these characters' names. No one says... You know the movies where suddenly where where you're it starts to make you laugh because they're like, well, gee, I don't know, Charlie. I've never heard of that before. Hey, Charlie, do you know what? We should go out here, Charlie. And then you just constantly say the character's name. And you're like, my lord, I get it. This movie was like, no, you no. don't get to know anyone's names. We're no. not going to ever say somebody's names. We're not even going to tell you who these people are. We're never going to introduce you to anybody except for Colonel Trang, who is Vic Diaz, who we then murder. Right yeah. away, he's the only yeah. person no, they that did, we then. The bad guy in the movie, though, his name, because I do remember his. Okay, uh, Bo Ratner. Yeah, but they call him Bo. Yep, <laughs> and that stuck with me. Right, that's okay. <laughs> right, William. William uh, no, sorry, not William Sice. Ed Crick is play who plays Bo Bo Ratner. And was uh, I the only one that I don't know the captain and the general? I kept getting them confused. They yeah, looked they were like interchangeable. Yeah, yeah they I were couldn't tell who. Every mm-hmm. time one of them would walk in, I would think it was the other. And then I'm like, one mm-hmm. of these is bad. One of these mm-hmm. is good. But I can't tell which one is which. Oh, they looked exactly. They had the exact same haircut. Yeah, their eyebrows yes. were both bushy. Yeah. Yes. And like one showed up, you were like, oh, no, that's that's not that guy. He's the different guy, but also mm-hmm. the guy in charge, but not the main guy. One of the main guys. Both. Yeah, it was very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um but in a That's, way, it's it's not necessary because, as you pointed out in describing the opening of this movie, this movie is a bunch of action, then an overly drawn out trying to give some sort of plot, some sort of long dialogue that takes too long, but still is only five minutes because this movie comes mm-hmm. in at a quick hour and 27 minutes. It's, yeah, 84 that minutes, That leads to another big chase action scene and then about five minutes of more dialogue then another big chase action scene. It's really just trying to string together a bunch of shoot 'em up scenes and yep. it's the very typical yep. bullet or guns that never run out of bullets mm-hmm. and explosions that make people jump in the air but doesn't really <laughs> seem to blow anyone up. And mm-hmm. I, I will say when they go to... Uh, attack the train these actors legitimately had to run as fast as they could and grab yeah, onto and grab a moving on. train yeah which that part thought, was cool that, that wow that's pretty badass i mean they legit had to grab a a not it wasn't moving too fast but it was you had to run hard to catch mm-hmm. this train i thought that, that was, was kind of cool that was a very cool 30 seconds to a minute of the movie <laughs> right. <laughs> you're right you're not wrong was very cool. <laughs> a minute might be generous. It's, right. <laughs> it's it's it happens. It's pretty cool, but it's over real quick. <laughs> and the other part of it is that speaking of all those bullets, as Erica was pointing out, once people got shot in the head, 
Like they still had time to like then lean over and then close yeah, their like eyes. Like gently lay themselves down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or as one guy gets shot in the head, he still gets to like stop the car and then land on the steering wheel. Because mm-hmm. the brain the brain function is still working. It's still cycling through some of the last gas of oxygen that's reaching it, I guess. And didn't just drop like a stone. He still had some time. Yeah. Everybody still had some time. It really. My I mean, favorite was the guy that closed his eyes because he he almost acknowledged. <laughs> that was Vic he Diaz. He like looked up. Right, he looked up. It was Vic. There was a couple that it happened to. He kind of like looked up, but then he like just closed his eyes, and I was like, oh, look at him. Oh, not so much dying there he as goes. having a, just a death nap. Yeah, it was just like when the, those old TVs when you turn them off and then like for a second there was They'd still have a little bit of yeah. color and then that it would fade out. That would just yeah. be in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, guys. Hey, everybody. Remember tube TVs? No? (laughs) All right. Tube TV? (laughs) Tube TV? Tube TV? All right. Let's try to uh, come up with the letterbox synopsis for this movie if we can. No problem. Oh, man. No problem. Uh, Oh, you no problem? Erica, let's go to you. What's your letterbox synopsis for this one? (laughs) It would be quick war movie. Right. Okay. Okay. Boom. That's all I need to That's know. It. You don't need to know the character names. You don't need to know their journey. Just tune in or don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's quick. <laughs> Mine would be, this is a 1987 Vietnam War movie that was directed by Sergio Santiago <laughs> and produced by Roger Corbett's Concord Pictures. <laughs> yeah, it is no, about uh, the Vietnam War and some all of that is correct. And also a reporter. <laughs> Also, there's a fight in a titty bar. <laughs> yeah, yes, and I want to get to that in just a second. Uh, Mark, let's go to you. Like all good war movies, they revolve around a reporter. <laughs> so true. Nice. So true. So Man, true. I'd accept any of those. Yeah. <laughs> At my tenure at Letterboxd, I would accept any of those. All these years we've done Letterboxd, uh, we've read Letterboxd uh, synopses. And I think Godzilla 1985 is the first one that was just giving you factual information. (laughs) So what is this one? I can't wait. (laughs) Speaking of that bar fight, though, I did want to play this because I thought this was very interesting. Um, You you only can hear this song while they're fighting in this bar. They fight a bunch of other soldiers in this bar, but it has a very song. I wonder if you could recognize it. Now, does it sound like this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um. It sounds like the generic cola version of that. (laughs) Well, that second one is missing a little... Treble clef lead synthesizer that's kicking in. The first one, the first yes. one has a little more class. The second one is a little more generic yes. 80s rock and roll. 
So true. That keyboard. <laughs> what keyboard is that first one? The the one from the movie. Where? What? What are they even using, Mark? Could you even guess? I can't. I don't know. It's it's probably a a, a Casio or equivalent. It's it's. Let's 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 hear it again, real quick. Just real. Okay. Quick. <laughs> first of all. It's hard to hear. The, it's hard to listen to the song, right? Because there's the, so much fighting, so much fighting, so much fighting. <laughs> so much fighting. Oh my god! All of it ADR'd. So oh, much ADR fighting. Right? They're just throwing oh my bottles god. around. They're just clinging them together. Also, I oh. I kept thinking the whole time, was that the song that that was just playing in the titty bar? The no, ladies they, to dance to? Like, can you imagine the fact they, they actually <laughs> go from another? They go from another song, and as soon as they start fighting. It That's the music that kicks okay. in. Okay. And if you can believe it, I had to try to get a clip of it in a spot where there was less noise because <laughs> when the music actually starts, there's so much fighting noises. You can't, honestly, you can't even hear the music at all. You have to give it a little bit of time and then you start to hear the music. But it de- but definitely... Yes. Melodically, yeah. it is Magnum P.I. No, A-Team. It's the A-Team. Oh, it was A-Team. You're right. Yeah. You're right. My yeah, bad. That was the A-Team theme. Um, and it completely sounds just like it. Though I love that little flourish with like the upper part of the keyboard. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it the best. Just, that's what I'm saying. That's just just a classy little uh, digital synthesizer lead. It's interesting that you brought up the amount of noise because this movie, I watched the the version that you can rent off of Amazon. So I, I, okay. I don't know if it makes much of a difference, but the version it I watched. It's, it's the same, uh, the 2B1. We watched uh, the one on Shout TV, which would probably be the same one that would be on Prime. And I went and just double-checked the one on 2B. 2B, 2B. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to see if, like, they had a better copy. It's the same thing, and it's done, like, it's got the whole 4.3, like, uh, yep. TV, uh, like, it, like, it was made for TV or, or edited, I guess, to be released on TV. It's a very bad copy. So I don't think you had any different copy than what So we you have these extremely loud fighting noises and extremely loud bullets. And then when people go to talk, yes. it's like, here's where we're going to go. We're going to go down to this thing. <laughs> and we're going yeah! to yes. go do the other thing. And you're like, what? What? And then what you turn it you up. Say? And then they start shooting and you're like, oh, back down. Yeah. I thought it was just me because I, you know, my hearing is all wonky, but it's not. Everyone knows that about you. <laughs> you guys know my hearing. It's wonky. Perfect for a podcast. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm not a good listener. It just means I can't hear. <laughs> just unpack that for a little while. We'll let you <laughs> sit on that that's, for a bit. That's the t-shirt. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, the sound quality is rough in this movie. It's uh, like all parts of this movie is pretty rough. A lot of it too is, as you're saying, it's for a movie that is jam packed, filled full of action. Mm-hmm. There is nothing but guys shooting guns, and it couldn't be more boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "How am I bored?" There's so much shooting, but it's so, like you said, it's 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 fitting that they rip off the A Team theme because it reminded me of an episode of the A Team. Mm. If they were like shooting guns, where like in this one, I guess they do get shot, but there's zero blood, there's no squibs. It's just guys leaping up into the air and then like falling down on the ground and like 
hiding their face and probably slowing their breath. But like, it's <laughs> it's not like it's you don't really see anybody getting shot. There's it's not dynamically shot. It's not, and and I feel like maybe part of it. I don't know for sure, but I feel like maybe part of it could be this feels like something that went through the Corman machine, uh, where he saw the results of this movie and was like, let's cut out a lot of the other stuff and just keep the fights in and get it over with. You know, it did feel like it was cut a little abruptly. I will say that this is like the A team. If the A team were the bad guys, which sounds like it could be a cool movie, because it right, is, the, the right. rogue team is actually the bad guys in this movie, but that doesn't make it better. Mm-hmm. And what they're actually doing is unclear. What the Lost Command is up to, we don't know. They're smuggling arms and getting paid by the military general, is what I gathered. But I don't get their end goal because they're living right. essentially in ruins. So I don't mm. think that they're doing well. Ruins that are also very near the actual military base. Very close. <laughs> it's, it's they like are last, hiding. In, it's like last hiding out. in plain Let's sight. Let's go hide in, in, the, in the house that's next to the airport. Next to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> the abandoned house next to the airport. They'll never find us. Plus, we'll be right by the airport. It's, 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 they, I thought, when they race, they race from the compound to the military base. It's like down a hill and up a hill. And she's like, hey, I found the lost command. Right. It's like, dear God, that's so fast. Why I did so not close? realize they were smuggling stuff. I didn't. I honestly I thought, wasn't sure what their end game was at all. I thought they were like doing archaeology there. Like the way it was organized. <laughs> like I thought... I you, thought they were just a like more interesting movie. In yeah, I thought they were like finding stuff there, like treasure, or, I don't know, antiques or something. And then they were like, <laughs> right? Then what? they were selling the antiques, antiques to the general. They're just antiques. <laughs> <laughs> They're just <laughs> antique hunters. <laughs> Why do we split up with the military to find antiques? And sell them back. The eye of the eagle was like a statue that they found with like a good jade eye or something. Oh, oh God. <laughs> they did go on TV and somebody takes a look at their treasures and goes, well, let me, let me see. I'll give, you, I'll give you 75 bucks. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. That's the best we can do on that one. I'm afraid we can't do anything. This uh, <laughs> eagle eye statue, I'm afraid. It is It is 13th century, but... <laughs> but I got to sell this for a profit. So this yeah, is just going mean, to sit in my store. I got mouths to feed back at the <laughs> command. The lost yeah, command. I've said too much. Isn't eagle the name of the main squad? That's They're the eagle squad. That's the main group that we're paying attention to. Ryan, you people. just covered that we don't know the names of any of the characters. <laughs> we don't yeah, know the name I, don't know. I really didn't know who Eagle referred to. We don't need to know at this point. We didn't know it one and a half viewings in. Who cares now? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I do appreciate also that during the motorcycle chase scene, which mm-hmm. is, we're still only 15 minutes into this movie. We're There's not going to motorcycle- go through all of it. We're fine. We're a bit bopping around, Mark. <laughs> There's a motorcycle chase scene, and every time they, they, rev up the motorcycle they insert the sound of tires squealing on asphalt even though right. they're on a dirt road <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> i thought that's you know that's painting a different visual picture than what's actually happening but that's okay i was i was thinking that the train a whole the whole train sequence was really just an opportunity 
for them to get into those motorcycles. Like that's really mm -hmm. the only reason why the filmmakers wanted to even do that sequence because it was like they went right from train into those motorcycles. Right. Every, like I said, it is a everything is a stepping stone to another long action sequence. And you're right. There's so much gunplay that you just go, I I just don't care. I, yeah, it just I don't even care like, who gets shot. Yeah, this movie also like, has okay. too many characters. Oh, with, oh with what? zero backstory. Oh, what? Uh -oh. <laughs> well, that, that is very true. I thought all that are you sure it was too many, or was it just the same person if it, over and over again and we thought it was different characters? My problem <laughs> was I possible. felt like there were there weren't many characters because everybody looked the same to me. Right. It's true. Like all those sergeants all blurred and together, generals yeah. kind of all blurred yeah. together and I think if, the, if Robert Pat Patrick hadn't tried to pick a fight with literally every person he came across, I would I, I even would have probably gotten lost on Robert Patrick. I would have, who's the only real guy I think you know that, he's a guy that everyone will notice. We we there's a few other people in this movie that I recognize, but he's he's the most recognizable person. And still, like he's his only he's the only one with a character trait, which is I want to fight literally everybody. <laughs> yeah, at one it. point <clears throat> they the uh, who's who's the main guy? Uh, oh, hunky hunky sleeves. Oh, it's Stratton. <laughs> at one point in time, they there there's a flashback to when Bo shoot Stratton's brother, and I thought, yeah, oh, that sequence I thought that is was the Robert Patrick at first. I was like, wait a minute, oh. how was is he the brother? But Again, they look so much so everyone looks the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the sequence with the brother is just the, probably the best whole the best sequence in the whole thing was the one with the brother. That was that was pretty amazing. That was pretty ridiculous. Why? Like, because it, he 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 tries to punch him. It was just shot. so yeah, I mean it was such a late stage like again, everything about this movie Hellraiser. the way they put it together. It was a late stage Hellraiser. <laughs> late stage Hellraiser. <laughs> it's such a late it was so late Stage in the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For them to put that scene in the movie where they did, it was just like, why now are we, number one, flashing back to connect these two characters that we don't realize are connected and haven't really shared much time together or interacted to this brother character that we've never seen and then the way right. he goes out mm -hmm. and then there's this emotional moment and it's like none of this carries weight mm -hmm. and at all to any and you any don't even really recognize it's a flashback for a while right because he starts right. telling the story behind a door and then it cuts to the scene and you're like wait what just happened mm -hmm. oh it's a flashback god right i, I did right. i didn't know that yeah. that was about it takes to you a bit and by the time you're in there you're like oh oh that's the guy's brother and also the guy who plays his brother they don't look. I just <laughs> looked over at Eric and I was like, "They look. They really look like brothers." Because I was like, "They don't look anything alike. They look nowhere near brothers." Could have been adopted, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. I know. Uh, I just don't accept that. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> they don't even yeah. look like they grew up in the same household. Let's be no, honest. no. You have hunky brother and you have skinny brother, skin, like tall beanpole brother. <laughs> I, see, that happens though. I mean, look at the Baldwins. 
Let's not go There's back to differences. That. Go there back to are that. differences. Where did the Walbers land? Did we land on which is the hot Baldwin? No, we did all we, we were all at odds. Billy, no. I won't accept Stephen. No, I'm sorry, Stephen. No, no. We're at no. odds. We're a house Wrong. divided. <laughs> Who's the hotter Wahlberg? I mean, to, to be, we're avoiding the obvious, which is obviously Alec. <laughs> from like 1988 yeah, to go, 1997, yeah. somewhere. I mean, somewhere in there, like that's where he was at his hottest. But is it me or mm-hmm. I, I know that as people very often as they get older, they gain weight and, you know, that's understandable. But it seems to me that Alec Baldwin's head got significantly larger. And you don't normally gain weight in your head. Your cheeks might get fat, sure, but it seemed sure. like his head got bigger. Is that just mm. me? Um, I, I haven't noticed that before, so I would have to and say... And I'm not talking about really... his ego. I'm talking right, about sure. his physical I, head. Yes. Physically yes. his head. That's right. I don't know. I haven't really noticed that part of it. But um, yeah, I will like, say, when you see him with all that weight, even, you're a little bit yeah. like, oh, are you okay? Whereas when you see like Russell Crowe all big, you're like... Oh, Russell, you live your life, my friend. I'm, I'm happy for you. That you're just like, I don't care about working out. But Alec, you're like, are you all right? Is this healthy? That's true. That, wait, now that I'm thinking about Beetlejuice Alec versus... Yes. 30 Rock Alec or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Compare those two. His head got yeah. really big. Yeah. Okay. We're not trying to shame anyone. Uh, you know, I'm not who you are. I just find that curious. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just, I just want to make sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, now I'm gonna look at pictures, but we need to finish <laughs> up this episode about the eagle. No, let's just do a deep dive now. Let's just look at. Let's just both, all three of us <laughs> start googling big for head. the rest of the episode. <laughs> His the phys- physically big head that he has. Uh, but let's talk about the best part of the movie because. We gotta at least say this much positive things about this movie, which is this clip. This movie does. This does not. This movie does not deserve that good a song. That's true. (laughs) That song is too good for this movie. It deserves a better home. How did they get this song? Is that one going to show up? Is that going to show up in the worldies? I I feel like it should. Technically, a new world movie, so I don't feel like it deserves a special. Special. I mean, that song. It maybe maybe deserves a little bit of a. You know, we'll we'll throw it in there, even though it's a special mention. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's no better in the backseat, but it's getting there. It's getting close. <laughs> you just reminded me that that one won. <laughs> I forgot that that won the worldie. <laughs> and I voted for it. <laughs> Wait, did it win a worldie or a swirly? <laughs> it won both. Oh, man. Yeah, wow. it won both. I mean, I mean we pretty the same much thing, have to have basically. a new 
category next year that Chris hosts that's called the Swirly. Right. The Whirly, the, the, we give away the one Swirly. swirly. We give out Swirlies and then it. one Swirly. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Whirlies. Next up are Swirlies. <laughs> that's right. That makes sense. Chris will have to come back for that. Um, I'm trying to find out the name of the song, but the fact is, is, is I the, the song Eagle. isn't I mean, called I Have the Eagle? Well, I'm just trying to figure out who, who it's by. You know, who, it's who it's Stratton's Lament. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was. Stratton's Lament is the one that's basically in C theme. major. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good song. And that's really like, I was still thinking about that song today. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, the, the eagle. eagle. Like, I mean, that thing. That just lives in your head. It does. I mean, I don't know how it works yet. I've only (laughs) technically heard it one time. That's right. The one time we made it through the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, But but I would say that while that it is a great song, and I know that this is a nearly new world episode, so we don't do things we love, things we hated. But I will say that my favorite scene was when Stratton went to the went to the computer lab, found pictures of B.O., printed them on the printer, paid his 25 cents for two copies, Yes, then went out to a tree, put them up on a tree so he could do target practice. Yep. I I said the same thing. He printed those like (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the middle of Vietnam. Hey, Stratton, where where are you taking those pictures? No, no, no. Don't. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's cool. It's totally cool. And then the chef's kiss is that then all that hard work pays off. (laughs) Of course it does. Mm -hmm. He had to visualize it. He had to see it. He had to manifest it. And that ending of, you know, the hero of the film killing the big bad then carries no emotional weight. Forget the fact that we had that flashback. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that guy died. Well, that we saw that coming. <laughs> it has zero impact. But you're right. That moment, I love that moment where he was doing target practice. That was incredible. Not to mention they already set that up, too, because the one scene we actually get the guys talking is when they're doing target practice. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's the first time we finally get to the guys talking, and that's when I checked, and it was legit. we're legitimately 10 minutes in. I'm like, we don't even know <laughs> who we're rooting for. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know we. You have a sense. It's a war movie. It's not. You know, we get it, but like, we don't know who these guys are. Again, we'll never know their names. We'll never get to know them in any way that's you know particular. Well, the bad guys should have done more target practice because they can't hit anything five feet no. in front of them. Oh my god! I also, don't know. all the like the I guess the Viet Cong soldiers. It was like there'd always be like. 30 of them running down the hill and the guys would just like turn around and shoot them all. It's right. like, wow. Like that was impressive. <laughs> like there's four of you. And, like you can take down armies. This is yeah. wild. And you can hide behind grass and the bullets won't penetrate. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot more like hills and grass and tr- dry dirt roads than I've seen in most of the other Movies about the Vietnam War that I've ever seen. They for sure. It was yeah. a very arid part of the country that they shot this in. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's you know sometimes it's a dry season out there. Uh, evidently. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It froze, and you froze in one of those where you were like, "Yeah, is that, like, is that like, always oh, no. the best?" Yeah. So we thought. I would also oh, he's say really making a point. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out you weren't. <laughs> I would also say Stratton's ability to. Cock his the forty five with one hand 
Yeah. Only mm. says to me that that gun is damaged and dangerous because <laughs> you shouldn't be able to load a bullet in the chamber with that much ease. By design, you right, should be able right. to do that. Which I means- watched that the first time he did it, I rewound it several times because I was like, what flourish is he trying to do with a gun to look cool? <laughs> it, you can't, I mean, in general, we talked about how the, the copy that exists out there just looks terrible. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of this movie is kind of hard to see, particularly the flashback we talked about. It's all pretty much drenched in darkness. You can't really see much. But that moment where he pulls the gun out to do that, I didn't even catch on that that's what he was doing. Till he does it later, and they get mm-hmm. a little bit more close up, but that's not a great move. It's not no. as cool as they all want to think it is. Yeah. No. I feel like he figured out how to do that and was like, guys, guys I, I, I want to put this in here. Right. And they're With like, the yeah. gun. I, and they're like, yeah. I guess. I guess. I don't, I don't think it's that cool. No, it's cool. It's really cool. Trust me, it's cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just like I my mean, vest. My vest is cool. If only really he cool. had just tilted the gun to the side, then people right. would have thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> oh, well, any other points about Eye of the Eagle? <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> did, did she ever get her story? She said she did. She says she got her story. Okay. I was worried that she wouldn't actually Since get her story. Since the audience, we didn't get the story. We don't really know what's happening. I sure hope she did. Yeah. I don't think she got the story. I think she was just trying to hang by saying that she got it. <laughs> I don't think she had anything. Right. I also, one other thing I'll add. I also like that for about 17 seconds, they tried to introduce that there was some romantic chemistry between her right. And, right. And, right. and the lead. Yeah. And that's abandoned immediately. Yeah. Like there's... Yeah. They 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 basically give two goes at it, where they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey," and then they just don't ever approach approach that again. And at the end of the movie, they're just like, "Okay, well, good on you. We 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 got through that, and uh, best of luck moving forward." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, war does things to people. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. I think that's true. I think that's true of this entire month as we go through February and also just a touch of monstruary. <laughs> just, just a touch. Just a smack. Uh, what was this movie rated? Oh. Uh, e for everyone. I, I don't know. Because I feel like this is another PG. Why are we doing so many PG movies in February? February, yeah, they're like, well, let's get every. We want to get everyone in on the war, mm-hmm. so let's not make it hard for the kids to see. I'm looking it up. It says R on IMDb. <laughs> Are you looking it up? You're looking up Alec Baldwin's big head. <laughs> People have thoughts on it. It's R at NewWorldPicturesPodcast.com. It's it is R. It is R. Okay, oh, it's R. Okay, it's a light R, everybody. Yeah, real light. It's the like lightest. a rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lowercase r. Yeah, mm. there's I guess just from the amount of bullets shot, I don't even under, I know they how they do, would have burned the r. They do cuss a bit in it. Okay. Yeah, that's so true. So give it that. Yeah. yeah. But there's no titty tally. A lot no. of bad words slung around. <laughs> yeah, they had Cease Vero who who got naked in uh Hell Comes to Frogtown, but 
and I guess Roger didn't see that one, so he never bothered to ask if she would also repeat that in this one. But um, surprised. I'm just surprised that coming from Corman that he had a woman character in this and there was no nudity. It's just, it's, yeah. I don't know. Is he, is he growing up? The restraint. <laughs> is he growing up? He's just, just maturing in front of us. <laughs> Look at that. Maybe he the, cut it out because somebody made a joke when her boobies were out <laughs> and he didn't like that. He didn't like the humor. He's like, I don't want people laughing at this. I want people to understand the horrors of war. <laughs> and the importance of reporting during war. Right. <laughs> War reporting is very serious, and I want to make sure that the audience understands. <laughs> well, we've had two war movies, and both of them have been about really about reporting. Yeah, <laughs> they have that's been. true. They have been. That's true. Yeah. Uh, what we have next coming up? Uh, coming up next, we have Break a Morant. Is the next we movie do. that we're getting to, and there isn't any real reporting, but. <laughs> There is a, there is a, there is a trial. So, <laughs> well, there, so, so there will be a stenographer thus doing the reporting of the trial. And then we will wait and see if there's any reporting in Hellhunters. Right. It should have been Feb reportary. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put war in there? Feb war reporting airy. Feb war reporting airy. <laughs> There's still time to change that hashtag. I don't think it's picked yeah, yeah. up a lot of steam yet. No, 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 no. It's, it's not even. It's barely even February at this point. So we might. We could. We could get it in there. Mm-hmm. All right. That is it from us and <laughs> nearly new world. I <laughs> of the eagle. Ah, <laughs> oh, let's just make sure we play that song when we go out. Uh, go to our website. You get all these episodes. You can go to newworldpicturespodcast.com and get catch up on all the good stuff there, including buying a t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt. That is our Patreon. Buy a t-shirt. And uh, we'll see you next time in the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody.